0: How'd you weather through the storm
1: rather well uh our, our military training taught us well. I bulked up on video games this Christmas and it paid off this weekend and last weekend was it last weekend too? It was like two weeks now of this stuff ain't it but yeah, yeah. i uh I prepared
0: that was good oh that's good that's good down. yeah i got uh i mean we we did go to basic training literally at the we were in there, yeah. we went there Better at the time. end of fall, transitioning into the winter. We were there from October to January. Actually, yeah. our our 11-year boot camp anniversary just passed on the on the yep. 17th, was it? Or the thir- the 11 13th. 11 years already, the man. 13th. Yeah, it's been 11 years, man. 11 years since we've known Crazy. each other. That's kind of interesting, right? And Time flies. Who would have ever thought that we would be talking about artificial intelligence today?
1: and here we are talking about artificial intelligence today and the next day and the next You know day,
0: we do you day. know I'm probably going to conjure up an episode that <clears throat> I'm going to probably get an episode on AI military technology. I think that would be super interesting to do.
1: And I bet you they got some uh, some feelers out there for that stuff. I'm sure chatbot didn't come out of the, would work with this just on their own. You know, there's defense, uh, you know, yeah, defense budgets, money.
0: Yep. And all that money money, money. money, 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 money. Everybody likes money. Even AI, apparently. You like money. You know, and it's, it's, it's interesting, yes. interesting too, because I've been seeing a lot of, there's like some of the best AI generators are free. You know, and then some of like, or, are or, the good or, ones or, are. or affordable, or affordable at mm-hmm. the least. Yeah. And some of them, you know, the ones that you pay for are just like so damn ridiculous, but it is what it is, you know. Uh But today... You're right about
1: the, the affordability, though. The mid-journey was nice because it was like 10 bucks a month.
0: Yeah, it, it really is. They had, mid-journey's great. I'm still... I was still a huge fan of them, but uh today we're talking about something that we really enjoy and we're talking about video games and the and the use of AI in video games. Uh, within the last couple years, uh, it's been it's been getting very interesting how how interactive and how immersive a lot of the games are getting. Um, we just had the release of Starfield. Um you have Cyberpunk. Um, a lot of a lot of the more recent, like um, Fallout seventy six, got, got has a little bit of AI where some of the characters move a little more fluently and a little more smoothly, which is really cool to see. Yeah, they've had a lot of
1: time to fix their stuff too, and that it shows. It's they've really went back and fixed their problems.
0: Yeah, and it's interesting because like we always felt there's always been like some kind of AI in video games, you know, something to. Mm-hmm. Or, co- well, coding. Coding. It
1: would coerce you enough to think it was
0: AI. Yeah.
1: Like it, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a very simple term. It's just a very simple form of AI. I mean, NPs.
0: Yep, yep. And, uh but yeah, but I, the first thing I want to talk about is like NPC behavior and realism. And this is a big thing that we've gotten to see in video games lately. Um,. One thing that is super important to me, I I am a role play player. I role play in communities mm-hmm. like uh, Red Dead Redemption, Grand Theft Auto. Right now, I'm doing uh, Fallout, which is super fun to do. We, I need you on the PC, Strowbridge. I need you on the PC. I'm not, I'm back on it. Yeah, we got to get you. You know, forget get forget a. You know, get you a gaming laptop. You know that that that's that's what we got to do. We got to get you a gaming laptop. You know, you you'll get all the power you need
1: now now for its time and place back 11 years ago because that's the anniversary i bought this laptop right after basic this was top of the line that's still pretty good considering it's a a touch screen from 11 years ago it's a sony bio they don't even make those anymore oh my god you have a sony bio yeah
0: yeah baby
1: she's a little slow she's a little slow waking up so give her credit sony bios were used
0: to to develop games too, which is super cool. But when you play a game, so I know some of the games that you're like, you're very, you're much into games like myself, RPG games where you get to immerse yourself. How important is it Mm -hmm. to you when you play a game and you see a character doing something instead of just standing or staring at you?
1: Well, we're both seasoned athletes in the, the gaming realm and like back in, from, to see us start from, like, Atari, Nintendo to where we are now, you kind of want to see a really good evolution at that point. That's, like, what, 20, 30 years for us? Yeah, so, you're absolutely yeah, right. yeah, I want to see a little more involvement with a dude in a butcher shop. I don't want to just see him st- staring in a corner, you know, just, what is that thing, do, you know, if he is, have a dialogue with him at least and be like, why are you st- staring in a corner, dude, you know? There'll be an answer for it now, it's just, like, it's more involved like if you're going to have these entities in games have them serve a purpose other than just um eye candy
0: you're right you're right instead of something just so like like one really good example is like some of the rockstar games gta 4 mm-hmm. was a mate was was a really good game but then you had GT. so GTA 4, you had characters that would stand there, they'd probably do the little, you know, they'll swerve around and stuff like mm-hmm. that, but GTA 4 made it look better. But a, a perfect mm-hmm. example of, like, immersive NPCs are two games, the Elder Scrolls V Skyrim, Beth- which is one of Bethesda's greatest games, and Red Dead Redemption 2. So playing games like that, you know, when you walk, like, and and I'm bringing up Red Dead. I'm going to talk more Red Dead Redemption too, because even on a the game, that game is old now, like, right? Um, and I even haven't, in,
1: in as old as it is, I haven't really gotten into it like you have. So that's that's cool that you can fill in the the blanks for me. And I mean, yeah. I have played it. So Red, Red Dead. When did came, that game?
0: It came out. When was that first available on Yes, 2 no, it came out. uh oh, 18. For the, yeah, it came out 2018. So this was more like the Xbox. Oh, 18. You know, ending okay. of the Xbox 360, the uh, Xbox Next Gen era. So we that, that's where we are. Okay. Well,
1: okay.
0: I actually no, I don't think I don't think it came out for 360. I'm pretty sure it went straight to Xbox One, and. When you first play that game, you see the first, you know, you're walking around and you see characters and some they're smoking, they're drinking water, they're, they're, they're cutting a hole in the ground. They're, they're robbing people. And it's just so realistic. And for me, it really puts me into the game itself. You know,
1: do they stare back
0: at you like they would if you were going back in time to that period? Yeah,
1: they do. People just kind of look if you're, yeah, okay. That's, they good. Do. That's a likeness that they should have, you know, in the Old West. I'm sure people have looked at each other a little more, you know.
0: Yeah, so, that, I mean, that, there's a, there's a lot of here. really cool behaviors that the NPCs do. And with GTA 6 coming mm-hmm. out, I mean, I've seen, you know, if you've seen some of the leaks that were released, unfortunately, I mean, it's hard not to, not want to be curious about some of the things that they show in some of these leaks. And in this leak, yeah. there were the... the the police officers their ai is so smart now they go behind cars for cover they'll open up a door and use it for cover you know the, it's it's very interesting some some of the logic are coming out
1: huh that's crazy
0: yep um the next topic in this is adaptive difficulty levels
1: well from what you just showed me with that um Video before this, uh those adaptive ability levels are getting better and better, at least as far as what that was for. Yeah,
0: and and it's so cool because we've because we've always been used to easy, like very easy, easy, um medium difficulty, hard, extreme, or whatever that that game's theme of like an extreme or survival mode. Like for Fallout, it's survival mm-hmm. mode. Uh yep. very, very interesting.
1: Nightmare mode or uh survival mode uh zombie mode yeah, they got yeah
0: it. exactly yeah. and so the it's so when you choose these different difficulties you can imagine the layers of coding and, and algorithms that are put into making these things because you know yeah you're looking at the same thing but they have different behaviors like what we were just talking about before like npcs so, but now one of the biggest things that's been happening in the last couple of years is like new game pluses. Like with, um. It's like, uh, like with Starfield, but with Star, see, and that, and yeah. I'll, I'll talk about that in a second, actually. So like yeah. a new game plus, like for example, one of the first times I've ever used a new game plus was for Batman Arkham, Arkham Asylum, Arkham City, actually. Okay. Arkham City. Yep.
1: If you want to go way back, I think Zelda was like that, wasn't it? Wasn't there a plus game for Zelda, the original there, Zelda?
0: I, I I know that there was a new one that for the newer ones, there is like a a new game plus style mode. I forgot what it's called, but these could but be imagining. You're, that, you're but... starting the game over, but with all your perks, all right. your gear, and things like that, and you know you're more prepared for the out for the enemies and stuff that that the next away. level, yeah, exactly so it's challenging it it helps it that matters in that matters in gaming you know being able to have the technology to make a video game challenging because that is what we want in a video game we want a game to be challenging like games like portal
1: i don't want to fall asleep to a video game that's not what i paid for exactly that happens so yeah i don't want that that's sad when that happens. Yeah. That's for what's. That's what movies are for.
0: Now, one game that that's very popular in this realm is Left 4 Dead. You know, that's a very popular game in the horde, in the horde space. I was a huge fan of it. And mm-hmm. then we have Back 4 Blood, and things like that. So, I mean, one thing that I like about this side of gaming is player engagement. You know, you have players who are just starting the games, and then you have veterans of the game space who are coming in, and you know, kind of mastering these things. Then you have the developers finding new ways to make it harder. What What are some of your favorite things that you have experienced in these newer games that provide AI with difficulty levels?
1: Well, with the di- uh, I think the difficulty just in the storylines is getting better. Like it's getting more elaborate. Yeah it's not cookie cutter anymore it's just like with um the star game god i can't think of the name of it starfield I'm getting old but starfield thank you <laughs> and just how the the storylines in that can uh have evolved too um uh, yeah people don't want to spend 60 bucks on games and beat them in 20 hours they really don't no you're and, right a lot of the time, when I'm playing a game, I might skip through some of the dialogue. Doesn't mean I don't want it. I I like seeing that, but I like having the option to skip through too. Also,
0: um, absolutely. Yeah. So our next one is procedural procedural content generation. Um, what, what what do you what comes to mind when you think of content generation with AI and video games? What do you think that means? <laughs>
1: you said procedurals there's some kind of procedure to it so i would think there's some kind of filter going through it i don't think necessarily that's i think marketing for some reason
0: well the word content but but this is more um so perfect example is no man's sky have you ever played no man's sky before no, so but I know you have a lot of people compare No Man like they try to compare and contrast No Man's Sky with Starfield, and where in No Man's yeah. Sky you can actually fly in and out of the planets, there is endless space travel and an endless amount of planets. Mm-hmm. Um, Starfield does have procedural content generation, you know, from planet to planet. There are other things that that happen in in these worlds. But No Man's Sky is the right. perfect example because it, it it extensively employs procedural generation. Um, it generates plants, oh, creatures, okay. landscapes, okay. and it, it has an almost infinite like variety of environments. And things continue to grow and become new in, in this world. At
1: now, ends. it didn't always start out like that, right? Like the game originally was kind of – it had –
0: uh it was small DLCs
1: going to it yeah, stuff. yeah. it was smaller okay. but the way they've evolved it's been somewhat quicker than say Starfield
0: yeah so what do you do you think that there are any benefits to this like do you do you think that this is something that could that could constantly be used in gaming to bring more immersion to the games that we play definitely definitely
1: I, it's 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 sad that we have to use uh s- space games to do this though because they're they're right with Starfield like in in outer space there's a lot of space there's nothing there so really when you're playing that game you're really experiencing planets and space and stuff like that there- hello 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 no one there now I don't know about the No Sky because I've played it but from what you've told me it's definitely a lot more evolving like there's plants growing on on the planet and stuff like you don't see none of that it's pretty stagnant pretty standard when you get on a planet in starfield now if they fix that probably but they're kind of not going the same speed as other games have when they've evolved their aspects of the game
0: absolutely next um is smart enemies and opponents so one thing that's super cool when you're playing the game is like um, so so some of the later call this is a good, a good one good example is like call of duty or alien isolation and games like fear where enemies show realistic and strategic responses you know so some of the ai's behaviors to like enemy coordination right you shoot yeah. you shoot a guy behind the wall actually i have a I have an even better example six days in fallujah
1: Six Days in Fallujah.
0: So Six Days in Fallujah has so when you're fighting the enemies, correct? You have so mm-hmm. Six Days in Fallujah is a first-person shooter set during during. Uh, oh my God! Like I'm having a brain fart right now. Which war was that? Six
1: Days. Is this a recent one? It's a it's recent.
0: A rec- it's a recent war. In the Second Battle of Fallujah, which war was that? Uh, so the Second Battle of Fallujah was code it was Operation Phantom Fury, and it was the American-led offensive of the of the Iraq War that lasted six weeks. So in this game, you are put. Oh. Yeah. So this game, you are put into the heart and soul of that war, and so when you're fighting those enemies. Um, Mm -hmm. The 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 light is super low, so if you're going into rooms, you can't see enemies. But if you shoot them, they'll go back, they'll hide, they'll find, they'll flank you, and things like that. So the AI in this game is super, super smart, and it will find. Spot on. Yeah. So if you shoot it and it goes down, it'll pull out its pistol. It'll start coming after you. Super smart. You know. So the so for me, I think it's super important that that brings immersion. If I'm in this game and I see that happen, I, I, want, I, want, I don't want an easy enemy, you know, and I think that right. this goes for a lot of gamers too, who play games like this. We don't want it to be easy. We want it to be tactical, we want it to be realistic, you know, but we don't want to be there the thing, We don't yeah. want to be there for 40 minutes doing the same thing right. when there are other activities to be done during these moments and these events, in these games.
1: Now, have you seen that video? And it's—I don't think it's a specific uh, game for any console. I don't think it's—I think it's just some AI thing they've been using where they're like in a uh, rundown mill or something like that. But it's—it's it's a video game, but it's so crisp. It looks like me and you right now in the video. You know, it's like that real, and you're walking around with it. And I just
0: wonder—is that the if one? Is that the first, is that, that, is that a first-person shooter with a pistol? oh that's unrecord. yes that game looks amazing Okay, that
1: right there now that's where we should be at now everything else that goes along with that like the npc like you were saying guys hiding behind doors and stuff that needs to get up to that standard as well all that kind of stuff needs to group together and be the perfect game and it's all there they just need to put it all into one game bingo little chunks here and there bingo and now here here well we'll throw it in this game to try it out and we'll try it in that. no throw all your great ideas into one and see what
0: happens i like it and that's like it. and it's actually like interesting it. because i like when we see what happens because the next topic in this is voice and natural language processing so games like mass effect skyrim starfield especially you know the di- their dialogue systems when you play these games um fallout 4 I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to look this up. How many lines did Fallout 4 have? Fallout 4 had 111,000 lines. Skyrim had 60,000 lines. So when you play these RPG games, it's it's a very RPG-centric episode because a lot of the AI does work on most of these RPG games that we're playing today and now.
1: That's before the AI too, though, right? Those games, that's all pretty much a dude or a woman
0: writing that stuff up in code. Yeah, yeah, and that's and that's amazing. Sixty thousand and a hundred and hundred and eleven for Fallout Four. And you have yeah. the one thing that I really love playing the game is quests. The quests are there for a reason, especially like what, what, one of our fa- like my favorite game series. I'm pretty sure it's yours too. Fallout. You walk mm-hmm. around and you talk to other characters. And each character has a different but dialogue you depending on yeah a situation, you know. And so, you your dialogue changes depending on your perks, on your morale, uh, whatever it may be. And that's the same thing with Red Dead Redemption too. And it's it's awesome that the algorithm or the characters that you're speaking to the NPCs can read your morale your stats so that it knows like that's to oh, me oh. to me that's impressive that's cool you know so like let's say let's... it look sad yeah yeah exactly what's the matter buddy you know and that was a big thing yeah. with starfield too you know that was a very huge thing in starfield where you're talking to someone you know and you'll be like well what, what what's troubling you <laughs>
1: here you get the one you're walking by them all the time you know you don't have to wear a helmet here right
0: yeah (laughs) that's right
1: that's a good one i love that you don't have to wear a helmet here dude we're on we're on the planet now we can breathe
0: yeah we're good we're good uh next
1: is i'm setting a fashion statement okay
0: Mm. so the next one is dynamic storytelling uh so games like detroit detroit become human in heavy rain they are very i these are games i'm not familiar gameplay wise but I wanted one, to
1: play that one, never got to but it. But
0: again, we're going to come back to Bethesda here. It's all about highlighting moments where player decisions lead to branching storylines and multiple outcomes. And one of the, to me, one of the best examples of this is again Starfield. Mm-hmm. You know. That it, it—it's so interesting again. I keep on saying it's so interesting because AI is just so interesting to me. How again, morality choices that you make—if you're sad or happy—the AI will know, and it will. It's the people you hang out with too, though. Yeah. So Red Dead Redemption Two probably is the perfect example because you—the decisions that you make from the very first choice that you're given—reflects mm-hmm. all the way to the end of the game. You know, think about that for a second.
1: Fallout was a little bit like
0: that. Oh, Yes, 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 yes. Well, Fallout 4 was kind of like that. And Fallout 4 was very much like that, actually. And even Fallout 3. Mm -hmm.
1: It's been so long since I played 3, I can't remember
0: it. I love an enhancing player experience. You know, I like putting myself into the cockpit... You know, kind of like you remember in Men in Black, the little alien that was inside the dude's head. Like I like that's <laughs> what I that's what I am to this character, you know, and that's what I shall right. continue to be. Right. Um, realistic animation and motions is next. Um, perfect example. Assassin's Creed. Assassin's Creed has some of the best motions in a video game I've ever seen in my life. What, what do you think? Do it you is think- awesome.
1: Oh, I only have one little gripe
0: about that game. I love those games. Yeah.
1: But when you're climbing up walls and you're running around and you got detected and stuff, and I don't know, maybe it's just how I play. I've gotten sloppy or something. I'd always end up climbing up onto something I didn't want to or running into something that I didn't want to, and I'm just trying to get away. I would said, turn the corner. How was this a corner and stuff like that? That was my only gripe, like controlling it. The game player, the storyline... All that stuff, those are awesome. I love them, but yeah, the the evading part, I've never been impressed with.
0: <laughs> hey, that's okay. That's okay. But that's realistic, I guess. It's I mean, that's how evading really is. Sometimes movie, you get away. Sometimes so you get the crap kicked out of so you. It's gotten so cool to be able to see how technology has gotten to the point, like capture, motion capture technology, <laughs> and you know, so the mo- so you it, you have the actors actually doing the roles um oh, a yeah. perfect example um james c burns
1: talking about the suits
0: yeah so james the c Burns. Um, he, he's a perfect example because during the time of the original black ops motion capture was starting to become a thing and a lot of these actors were very it was very foreign to them you know they, they had no idea mm-hmm. and so and this was actually interesting because I actually interviewed James C. Burns about this, and he said it was a different time. And to be able to, you know, you could do the part, you could be the part, do the role, and then have the AI yeah. layer it together to make it look better. It, 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 in the words of Todd Howard, it just works. It just works. You know, it, it just now works. is that around the Matrix
1: time period, or was that before that?
0: We could, we could, yeah, we could throw that in there that time period yeah and uh so the next uh thing we have here is behavior analysis so uh, i'm trying to find the right words to say so i have an idea with that okay so if we're gonna have start having
1: cameras with our video games and stuff like that watching us back they will start watching our facial expressions and maybe utilize that more with ai you know if it's back and forth like they do they use that stuff for instagram and stuff now where they look at your facial expressions and kind of hone in on what you like and what you don't yeah they'll utilize that in video games
0: yeah well it's super interesting too because let's say and this actually comes this comes with like with marketplaces too so you buy Mm -hmm. you know let's say you buy let's say you're playing a game like fallout actually no fallout doesn't i've never seen fallout do this to be honest with you but call of duty you know you buy a certain pack that sits sits at a certain theme and it comes up Bam! It's right there. You know, come and buy this pack, which is okay. because you bought this one. Come and check this one out based on you your don't similarities. Like this. And then, kind of like that, kind of goes into the way too. Like we were saying before, you know, like with Red Dead Redemption, depending on your morale, it it tells the uh, the coding and the oh. algorithm f- how everyone around you should should behave.
1: Right, and it shows how much you want to be involved or not. If you just kind of want to walk around and gather stuff then it's probably not going to give you as many quests but if you like you're one of them people who are just like hung ho get your missions done a certain amount of time it's going to throw some new stuff at you that this person might not have
0: got yeah do you think that there's any ethical considerations of ai analyzing player behavior ethical
1: well if we're talking the positivity side of it and that these cameras do come into play with video games down road i could see them benefiting people that during gameplay might have health episodes yeah like they're always saying like some certain video games have these uh signs that come up say you know might cause seizures and stuff like that well what if they did with one person well you got a camera sitting right there and you i think you could tell the difference between a seizure and someone just kind of having a good time playing a video game so that could possibly help out and if like they're playing uh, with other players, and they got uh, videos up like me and you right now. Yeah, I can see and see how you're playing. And if you're all right, if you're laying in your seat like this, <laughs> I know something's wrong. And the AI will probably see that as well, and we can
0: notify the ambulance. Well, know, that the remi- I can't remember proper. the name of the game, but there is an AI game out there right now where you can speak to other NPCs, and you have conversations with them like you're walking on the street. I have to look into that. Mm-hmm. Uh, next is AI and game design and testing. So I can imagine that that it's rigorous. Years, years of rigorous. You know, years of of just.
1: Oh, well, it's goodness. just like writing a, a story for a movie or something like that. You got to go back, rewrite. You know, get a new idea. This didn't work. Go back, rewrite. Out of organizing, cutting, pasting, editing, editing, yeah, editing, editing, editing,
0: yeah. And so, uh, <clears throat> so another thing I hear. So I before I get to like the last topic. So there are there are some technical implementation implementations of AI in video games, and that involves creating algorithms and systems that simulate intelligent behavior in non-player characters or opponents within the game. Some of the aspects that I have of AI in video games is like pathfinding. AI characters need to navigate through the game environment, so they need to understand, you know, just like we do as people, we need to understand our environments, what's around us. If something happens, where do we run to? Where do we hide? Um, does this place have a secret hole, a, a tree, a hole in the tree? You know. Hmm. Hmm. You know. So, um, some mm-hmm. algorithms, such as A star, are commonly used to find the most efficient path from one point to another while avoiding obstacles. Um, there's also decision making, you know, um, NPCs need to make decisions based on current game states. Um, FSMs are finite state machines and behavior trees are often employed to model decision making processes. But these structures help determine the NPC's behavior based on its current state and environmental factors. They also need to learn algorithms. You know, if, if they're going to be walking around and learning and be l- reading player behavior, they need to learn algorithms too. They they probably should learn. They you know, just like our characters have like skill trees, these characters should too. Just like companions and fall. Yeah. Like in these Bethesda games when you edit Starfield, you know, you build up their skill tree.
1: That's actually a good point. You know, you don't want to see a guy at the start of game. He he just opened up an Apple market and it's not doing so well. And you beat the game and he's still struggling at the same point he was at the beginning. You want to see a little progress with everybody.
0: Absolutely. Um, And enemy AI, which we spoke about, you know, it it is crucial. Techniques like rule-based systems, decision trees, neural networks, they can all be used to model enemy behavior. Um, dynamic difficulty adjustment can be employed to dynamically adjust AI on difficulty based on the player's skill or performance, and this ensures that the game remains challenging but without becoming too frustrating. You know, It'd be
1: interesting to have a game too where, uh, like, you ha- you start out as your main character in every game, but what if you just uh, decide you don't want to be the main character anymore and just just walked up to an NPC and decide to be them? Yeah. The rest of the game.
0: You know, and one of my favorite things... I mean, you about can have
1: that. teammates. That's true about games like that. But just walk up to me like, I want to trade places.
0: Yeah, and then, like, there's also, like, one of my favorite things is memory and awareness. How, like, the NPCs often need to make, have a sense of memory and awareness. So, like, they might remember past interactions with the player or react to the changes in the game environment over time. This is a Red Dead Redemption thing where if mm-hmm. a small interaction that you have with someone for five minutes you you know you could come back in the game a later time and they'll remember you and you'll speak to that specific that specific character and it's really really cool because again these are things that are based off the decisions that you make with the help of ai these you know just i could imagine how long it would have taken if it was just coding to get us there but now we have the help of ai helping us generate these algorithms to make a better player experience you know and one thing and that's
1: that, a lot of what the ai is doing right now too is it's just taking things that we had a hard time doing because there's so much you got to do with it and it's just like speeding it up for us
0: absolutely and then and like, all the data and stuff like that you know and then there's the collaborative ai multiplayer games you know it, it enhances the multiplayer experience Fortnite is very popular for this. Overwatch is very oh, yeah. popular for this. You know, ever evolving environments, new experiences, thing. You know, NPC, You know, it, it's all. It's all part of the mash and the potatoes. Mm-hmm. You know, like Overwatch, it uses it uses collaborative AI in multiplayer settings. You know, to help coordinate team actions, adapt to player strategies, and and enhance overall team dynamics. You know, these are things. These are things that the AI helps do. It contributes to intense, and strategic multiplayer gameplay. You know, it te- it's a hyper organizer. It really is, and and it's a it's a whole it's worlds colliding. You know, and it, it's almost mm-hmm. it's almost kind of like you're built. You're making the cake, but you can't find that last recipe. And like AI was that last part of the recipe that that we needed to be able to move forward in this in the gaming industry. And it, it's so, yep. it's so exciting. It's so exciting. And with,
1: new, there's only so much a human can do.
0: Yeah. And, and with new games coming out, like GTA six, you know, I'm pretty sure somewhere down the line, we're going to get a bully too. Imagine what that's going to be with, with these new out, uh, with these, with these new um, AI tools. Mm-hmm. There's so much to look forward to and so much to be happy about. And I couldn't be more excited to see what's next.
1: We're, and that's like we're just at a crossroads right now because a lot of people would say like games are kind of boring right now. Well, when they are like that, that means we're at another crossroads right before we get another good chunk of good gaming for a while. It's that's kind of what I've noticed over the years. Is like we'll have these really great times of gaming, and then there's just like a, a lack of like you got some of your your great games that keep you going through the years, but you know, longevity.
0: Absolutely yeah man. So uh here we are at the end. I want to thank everyone for listening to another episode. We appreciate everyone who came back and listened to our first episode back it It was a hit um and it shows that we we were missed. um We appreciate everyone who who comes by and listens to the show every week um come and come and support the show to We would like to upgrade our how do you say this? I, we want to upgrade this podcast. So we want to be able to do more for you guys. We want to be able to have better AI experiences. And to do that, you know, if you guys, you know, if you're more than interested, we have some new merch available in our merch shop. You can go to our link tree, www.com slash <laughs> dot com slash the artificial mind podcast. Thank you so much. Do uh, you have any <clears throat> final closing statements?
1: Um, I just love the fact that we keep growing in other countries. That's really awesome, considering I've never been to most of them. So the and, fact that I'm probably getting through never will. other you places. Know? Yeah, right, right. That's just awesome. I love hearing from you guys.
0: Absolutely. Yep. And, guys, we'll see you next time. We'll see you in two weeks and we have weeks. we'll have another exciting episode for you guys to have and as far as the merch goes we have a couple t-shirts available and postcards so make sure you get some postcards and all that stuff uh, we love you those postcards are pretty cool and remember you no know, ai is here for you it's not here to hurt you it's here to help so long